Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Phil at the Movies. I am your host, Phil Walsh, and you are listening to episode number 32 of this ongoing podcast series dedicated to the movies, where I talk about the good, the bad, everything in between, and a number of my all-time favorite films. And today, that is certainly on the agenda. I'm not only talking about my love for movies, but my uh, certainly my love for an all-time favorite Christmas movie, uh, for the love of Christmas movies, perhaps uh, in some cases the greatest Christmas movie of all time. I would I would certainly make that argument. Of course, the film that I am talking about is the one, the only, the original, the classic, the 1983 gem that started it all, A Christmas Story. And it has been a part of the, uh, the Christmas zeitgeist for nearly 40 years. It came out in 1983, and it was written and directed by Bob Clark, who interestingly enough, had his start in the horror genre and was responsible for another Christmas film of sorts. Uh, I'm talking about the classic horror film Black Christmas, so it's sort of interesting that he he kind of has a, a yin and yang uh, when it comes to a, a, a classic comedy film and a classic horror film. But uh, nevertheless, the, uh, the film was largely inspired by the works of, of Gene Shepard, who had written this collection of short stories uh, in a book, uh, which is uh, just got a great title. It's called In God We Trust, All Others Pay Cash. And it's a bunch of vignettes of his uh, childhood and life uh, growing up and kind of collected it all into a, a series of, of anecdotes and uh, you know, kind of a partial memoir of, of sorts. And that largely became the basis for what was the script that would become a Christmas story. It's sort of a collection of of uh, Gene Shepard's memories growing up as a child and what he wanted for Christmas and all the the different uh, adventures and, and, and antics that uh, the kids get into. So it was really a, an interesting combination of the uh, of of both you know you know Bob Clark wanting to to do something different and do uh you know kind of get him outside of his uh, genre so to speak and then you know taking the works of uh, of Gene Shepard and you know I mean it was it was lightning in a bottle and as I said you have you know arguably the greatest Christmas film of all time so why of course am I talking about this well as many of you may know I think I've probably mentioned it before on this show. A Christmas Story Christmas is premiering and will be streaming on December 17th. So by the time that you are listening to this podcast, I will have already seen A Christmas Story Christmas. And I figured in preparation for that, which I will discuss in uh, in great depth next week, give you my thoughts on the uh, long-awaited, really official sequel, because it's bringing back Peter Billingsley, and it's really doing its part to be a direct sequel to, to the original uh, film. So I, I will share with you my thoughts on it. Um, again, trying to keep my expectations in check, because we all know what can happen uh, when we set expectations too high. But nevertheless, I thought today's episode would be a a fun uh, trip down uh, memory lane and, and share with you my thoughts on the original film, which I think is is the greatest Christmas uh, movie of all time, but is also one of my favorite films. And, and it's interesting. I think at, after this show, I will have talked about uh, my top four uh, favorite films of all time. I did The Dark Knight way back in January. I've uh, talked about Jaws back during the summer. 
Halloween, of course, was the great uh, uh, topic of conversation for the last couple of months, but the uh, the 1978 film ranks right there in my top three. But uh, coming in at number four, without question, is A Christmas Story. So I'm I'm really excited to share with you my uh, my thoughts on, on this film, which really has become part of the Christmas uh, zeitgeist. I mean, not just a staple in, in, uh, in pop culture and in movie history, but really... The whole film and, and, and the, the, the story and, and the, the uh, exploits and whatnot that, that occur uh, during, this, uh, during this movie are, are just as, uh, you know, synonymous with Christmas as, uh, you know, you might see, uh, you know, lights on people's houses or, you know, searching for the perfect Christmas tree. I mean, it has just become a staple uh, for the holiday season, and, and you can't help but watch this film or, or stumble into it. Uh, it's always on. Uh, TBS or, or uh, uh, TNT, um, or I guess TBS um, during the holiday season, and it's you know played every year, every Christmas Eve for 24 hours straight. And so, I, I have I have grown up with this film and have had such a uh, a love and appreciation for it from uh, really from the beginning, um, you know, when the first time I saw it. But before I uh, before I unwrap this. Uh, this uh, Christmas movie, if you will. As usual, do a little bit of housekeeping at the start of the show. Uh, first off, if you have not done so already, feel free to rate and review on Apple Podcasts. You can also uh, hit that subscribe button and feel free to share this podcast with your family, your friends, anybody who you think might enjoy listening to a passionate movie buff go on about films and cinema. Or maybe, you know, you're having trouble sleeping and the sound of my voice might just lull you into a <laughs> lull you into a deep sleep but uh you know nevertheless yeah feel free to share this uh podcast and uh, uh you know continue to uh, to rate and review and last but certainly not least i know i i say this a lot but i i mean it so 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 sincerely is that thank you to you the listeners for your continuous support and appreciation and warm embrace of this show this has been a passion project for me. I started it almost a year ago. It'll be a year in January. And, again, I'm doing this because I, I enjoy movies. I enjoy watching them. I enjoy talking about them. enjoy dissecting them. But to to have the response from you, the listeners, has, has made it all the more worthwhile. And I am just so appreciative and, and thankful uh, for you and, and for your continuous support. So, Again, from the bottom of my heart, thank you, thank you a thousand times over. Thank you so much for your continued support of this show. Uh, I, I believe me, it, it does not go unnoticed, so thank you again. So with that, let me share with you uh, my thoughts. Let's, let's take a trip down memory lane and talk about the classic film A Christmas Story. And it, I have to say, we'll, we'll give you know, kind of, you know, what, what I think will happen with, with the sequel uh, at the end, but you talk about a, a perfect Christmas film, and, and I know those can sometimes be fighting words because you know what does make a Christmas a perfect Christmas film? Some people will say it's a Wonderful Life or a Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, or you know, name any version of a Christmas Carol or Christmas Vacation. I mean, there's there's really no you know one. Uh, wrote script, if you will, to make a perfect Christmas film. I think, again, you could argue that any number of these films, even you know, most recently Elf, for example, uh, could uh, be right up there with uh, you know the rankings of, a, of one of the greatest Christmas films of all time. So you know, it's it's hard to put into words what makes 
you know, a film, you know, does it need Santa Claus or does it need, you know, you know, lights extravaganza? Like what, what, what makes a Christmas film work uh, and, and become a classic and certainly a staple in, uh, in, in the Christmas zeitgeist? And I think the one ingredient that I, I have found that you see throughout any film you know, again, whether we're talking about It's a Wonderful Life or Miracle on 34th Street or even some of the Rankin-Bass Christmas specials or even the, the Charlie Brown Christmas special. What makes these, these, these entries, if you will, unique and I think everlasting is heart. And, and, and I know that can sometimes be uh, you know, subjective, but I think you can, you can usually see it. You, know, you, can, you can call it when you see it. And in the case of A Christmas Story, this film has a hell of a lot of heart. It really is a poignant look back at childhood, at youth, at the wild, fun craziness of Christmas time, and the magic that happens on Christmas morning when you are there with your family and you're opening up presents. And there's just that that joy and warmth of being together. And so when I when I watch this film, and this is a film that I will watch multiple, multiple times during the Christmas uh, season. I mean, again, it's always on TV, it seems like, but uh, I, I have my own my own personal copy. So I I you know take great pleasure at you know just putting it into the into the DV you know uh, into the DVD slot and, and playing it just you know this certain films you want to have as, as physical media, this is one of them. Uh, for for sure uh, for certain but every time I watch this film it, it it just fills me with such a sense of both good nostalgia for my own childhood and my own Christmases growing up but also just the just the wonderful exuberance of, of family and again I go back to the joys of, of Christmas and you know we all have our our, our favorite moments and and Highlights, but I think a, a universal theme that you see uh, and experience at the holidays is that joy of being together with family, and that's what's really at the the heart. And that's you know I use that word again at the heart of this film. It, it really is a story, not just about you know a, a boy wanting um, to get you know a Red Ryder BB gun for Christmas and all his sort of exploits to try to you know convince his parents or convince his teacher or later convince Santa Claus, but really you dig deeper you know beneath the snow, and it's about the joys of childhood and that whole. You know, magical time when when you believe in Santa Claus and and you're you know it just you know, sort of the sky is the limit and you know sort of like the biggest worry you have as as a kid is like okay what am I gonna what what do I want for Christmas you know again you're not concerned with the uh, you know the ongoing you know issues at, at, at you know war or whatnot like you're just focused on right there in that in that moment and that's what i think comes through so strongly with this film and and, and that you really have to also say is a hat tip to uh to uh, uh peter billingsley who uh, plays of course ralphie parker our our lead character who you know again child actors it can always be a i think a make or break uh for a film and and certainly in in this sense because ralphie is is the focal point 
uh, much of this of the, really the whole story revolves around him and his his hope and dream of getting a Red Ryder BB gun for Christmas, and he he carries it. And, and there's such an authenticity with his portrayal that he, you know he never it's never a you know kind of a wink and a nod or or kind of an over the top performance. It really feels grounded, and I think that's what makes this what makes this work so well. I mean, you know, I almost, you know, compare it, if you will, to, to Home Alone and, uh, and Macaulay Culkin. Again, totally different films, you know, both set at, at, at Christmas time, but totally different, you know, uh, cinematic worlds and, 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 and uh, takes on the genre. But there is that universality where, you know, you, you believe in the world and you believe in the story because you are invested in the journey of, of, of the character, you know, in the case of Home Alone, Kevin McAllister, and in the case of Christmas Story, Ralphie Parker. And again, it doesn't matter how fantastical or over-the-top, you know, settings or whatnot can get, it's that believability. And so, like, right from the moment that this film starts, and I think what, what really what really sells this in a lot of ways is not only do you have, you know, fantastic, uh, you know, Performance by by Billingsley as as Ralphie, but you also have the, uh, the you know the original writer of the source material, Gene Shepard, who's doing the voice of of the adult Ralphie, and so it's sort of you know a, a, an older person looking back on their youth and childhood with sort of you know a, a newfound perspective, and not, never a cynicism, but a but a but a, a genuine look back. So I think that you know you kind of have the you know the the earnestness and the honesty of Billing, uh, uh, Peter Billingsley's performance combined with Shepard's narration. I mean, right off the bat, you've got just this, you know, connective tissue of believability that really powers the story because, you know, you're, you're, you're going on this journey. And in many ways, you're going down this journey uh, of memory lane as someone looks back with nothing but fondness and appreciation for their youth and and for their childhood, especially at Christmas time, and of course, you know, there's all these different you know vignettes and storylines that go on, you know, in in addition to the main point, and that's of course, you know, where you get some of the great moments of the film uh, with you know the uh, you know Ralphie's father, the old man winning his major award, which is of course this you know leg lamp, <laughs> you know a lamp in the shape of a woman's uh, leg, and it's just this. You know, it's just this comical, you know, farce of sequences where it's like, you know, the, the, the delivery. And, I mean, again, this is where, you know, I go back to, you know, casting is everything because uh, Darren McGavin, he is the old man. And, and it's, you know, it's it's sad you know, and, and a shame that, that he is no longer with us and, and obviously won't be in the new film. But he, he's such a, a presence in this film. And interestingly... Enough. Uh, Jack Nicholson was considered for the role of the old man, and I mean Jack Nicholson is a is a tour de force. I mean that that goes without saying, but I don't think he could have captured the quality of you know because I mean the old man in the film you know th- there's a gruffness to him, but you get the sense between the uh, you know between the lines that that you know he is a softy at heart that you know he really is this kind of almost you know lovable teddy bear and i'm i i don't think nicholson for all of his strengths i don't know if he could have captured the warmth of the uh, of the 
old man because again that's what what really sells this film you know of course in addition to to Billingsley is because you have this sort of dynamic with you know you know that that awkward relationship between you know father and son where you know you know you're 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 not quite old enough but you're not you know uh, a, a, you know, a youngin anymore. So it's kind of that that awkward, uh, you know, that awkward balance. And yet, you know, at the very end of the film, when of course Ralphie gets his, you know, Red Ryder BB gun for for Christmas, and you know, we find out that you know his father, you know, was the one who who, who purchased it. You know, he was the one that you know wanted to give it to his son. And, and it's just such a oh, it's just such a beautiful scene. Because I mean, you've got you know Ralphie opening up the present and just you know like. Oh, all of his dreams and wishes have come true, and you know you just watch the reaction on on the old man's face. And I would almost has you know hate to hazard a guess, but I almost feel like there wasn't really much acting going on there because it's it's such an authentic representation of of Christmas morning and that whole experience. I mean, you could just imagine Billingsley and 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 uh, uh, McGavin. You know, sort of, you know, channeling their own memories and experiences from Christmas. Uh, Christmas has gone by, and channeling into that scene because it, it really it it just has such that such a flow. And oh god, that that entire sequence. I mean, just from you know Ralphie in the in the, in the bunny costume, and, you know, the pink nightmare line, and and just you know, sort of you know, Randy, you know, just you know losing it on the on the floor that is such a like again an authentic representation of of christmas morning where it's like you know the kids come down first i mean i can remember in my own house you know growing up and always uh you know my sisters and i were the first ones uh you know downstairs and you know, of course you know the rest of the family comes down and then you know there's sort of just that immediate you know reaction where like everyone you know wants to dive into the gifts dives into the gifts and then you just it's like this you know uh, carnival of 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 wrapping paper and 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 tissue paper going everywhere and people you know flaying into boxes just to see what's in there and that whole sequence it, it just it feels like it's a snapshot right out of real life it doesn't feel like you're watching a movie it's, it's like okay this this is christmas morning this is going on right here because there's that that connection that that believability that that authentic experience that is is oftentimes you know forced in in, in a lot of films and certainly in christmas films where you're trying to recreate magic this never feels like they're recreating magic there, there literally feels like there is magic just just existing and exuding throughout every scene and every frame of this film, and again, I think you know, acting will will certainly be a, a key to that. Um, but but even more so than than story or direction, I think it really comes from just having that heart and and having that that commitment, and that is clear with this film. I, I think that's why it has endured for almost forty years, is because. Again, it's it's not trying to you know push a point. You know, it's not trying to to have some kind of a, a you know message about you know consumerism. I mean, like it, it's, I mean, I'm sure we could you know do a deep dive and 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 put it on the uh, you know on the on the analytical board. But there, there's no sort of you know ulterior motive with with this film. It, it is meant to be. You know, it's it's right there in the title, a Christmas story, and I think that is something that. 
Certainly a lot of, I feel, more modern-day Christmas films have missed where there's always trying to be this, you know, kind of you know, narrative arc or this sort of a, you know, uh, you know almost a, 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 a thesis that's being presented at the beginning that then has to be rectified at the end. And, you know, again, sometimes it works. Uh, sometimes, again, you know, th- there's a natural evolution. But, but oftentimes... The, you know these modern day films almost seem to lack the magic because they're missing the point. You know they're missing the point. What what makes a, a Christmas story work is the that authentic uh, you know that authentic response and that emotional heart that it carries through it. Because we've all been in Ralphie's shoes. You know for those of us who celebrate Christmas and, and even if, you know for, for those of us who don't, we can all relate to you know being a kid and wanting. A, a particular present or, or wanting to go somewhere and trying to figure out how we can can get there and then you know in our own you know you know kid mind thinking that the world is out to get us I mean you know Ralphie's daydreams and all the little vignettes that happen uh, in conjunction with the story just sort of it, it just it's so relatable because you're like oh yeah that's happened to me yep we, we all know what that's like, yeah. We okay. We think all right. We're gonna, you know, we're gonna try to convince our parents. No, nope, they don't want to. They don't want to get us the present. Okay, I'll go convince the teacher. No, nope, that isn't gonna happen. You know, it's like it's it's this, uh, you know, checklist of of childhood experiences. And again, obviously, everybody's life is different. Everybody you know comes from different backgrounds, different walks of life, different uh, uh, you know, different experiences. But there is that that universality, and I think that that's what makes this film again. I go back to heart. There is such a there is such a beating vibe throughout this film from from the first frame until the final frame. I mean, just the idea of of what it's like to be a kid at Christmas time and trying to get your you know your perfect gift, trying to get that one gift and that one gift that we all remember. I mean, I remember the, the, we all have that favorite you know Christmas story or, or a Christmas. Uh, present or whatnot and i and i'll just share with you for me i must have been probably four years old and again i still remember this to this day and i wanted for christmas uh you know it was this you know toy uh, millennium falcon from star wars and i remember waking up on christmas morning and again you know years and years gone by but i remember it was literally a Star Wars Christmas. Like it was like I got the Millennium Falcon. I got all these cool action figures. I got you know like it was it was it's so you know, seared in my memory all these years later because it was just yeah you, know, you felt this just you know fulfillment of your of your childhood wishes and dreams at the time and you know I, I was you know going through a, an old photo album uh, a while ago and. Just happened to stumble upon uh, the picture from that Christmas, and it just—it was like a cascade of memories, just all coming back. And 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 you know, that's what I always get when I watch uh, and rewatch this film is that there's just that, that that floodgate just opens up of all the memories of, of Christmas and and being with family and just having that that joy uh, uh, that the season brings. And it's you know, again, it's it's often. Loss in the in the chaos and and, and the the craziness uh, certainly you know that, that our world has today and you know certainly the stresses of the holidays and and whatnot but uh, I always always take a time to just sort of step back and and really appreciate 
you know, of course, you know, a what you have, but b just all of all of the the, the simple things. The the real you know meaning of Christmas really comes from that that joy of 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 being together. It isn't about you know the perfect president. It isn't about turkeys or uh, you know leg lamps. It, you know, it really comes down to that that joy of, of, of family and being with, with the ones you love and, and sharing memories of, of years gone by and, and making new ones uh, in the present day and, of course, looking to the future with, with optimism and pride. And, and again, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm sort of, you know, playing on the sentimental bells, but that, that's how I feel every time I, I rewatch this film. It just, it just hits home. It really does. It does take me back uh to you know to my own childhood and and you know sort of you know makes you you know, you know uh a little teary eyed for for days gone by and then of course you look ahead to uh the bright future that uh you know that lies down the road and and you know it's it, it that's amazing that a movie can have that kind of a kind of a, a a power or a kind of a connection and i think again it goes back to that 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 central ingredient it's hard it's it's about the human condition and i think you know that's what separates great films from mediocre films i mean there's a reason why there are certain films we go back to over and over again and it's and it's you know it's not because oh we want to just you know relive the you know the hit from the first time there's that memory there's that experience it's what the movie represents it's what the film tells us i mean a Christmas Story for me is not only a great Christmas film. I mean, I think it's the greatest Christmas movie of all time because, again, it's it's there's such a warmth and a heart and 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 uh, a just genuine feeling that exudes from it. But in addition uh, to that, I I think it's one of the greatest films of all time. I mean, I I consider it in my top four. And again, it goes back to. You know, regardless of whether it's a Christmas movie or not, it's a well-made film, and it, and it's it's never played uh, for laughs. I mean, again, it, it's a comedy, but it is never over the top. Like it's it's not one of those films where like you're you're laughing out loud every two seconds. Like the humor comes from from the situations. The humor comes from the storyline. I mean, again, you have the overarching story of Ralphie wanting to get his Red Rider. Uh, BV gun, but you know you have the ongoing battle uh, with Ralphie's father and the uh, the furnace in the house. And again, there's such a there's such a a, a dynamic uh, you know, relatability to that because we've all had the appliances or the the furnace that doesn't work in the house or the AC unit or or whatever. Or you know there's neighbor you know they have neighbors uh, that have you know rambunctious dogs that you know keep barging into their home and are all over their property. We've all had that experience or something like it. Uh, you know again even the Christmas dinner uh, going uh, to hell in a handbasket at the end and the turkey getting destroyed and them you know going out uh, you know for Chinese dinner. I mean we've we've all had experiences where where things you know. We think you're going a, a certain way. I mean, I think the line in the film is like, you know, just when we think, you know, our moment is at our, our zenith, you know, basically all hell breaks loose. And again, that's it, – it's so real. And I think that's why this film has connected with people. Again, put aside, you know, it being part of the Christmas uh, catalog, 
it really has a a a, a beat to it that that you don't always find. Yeah, you, know, you don't don't always find in a lot of films, but certainly, uh, you know, in in a you know in a Christmas movie, no less. I mean, that's that's what I think is so so unique about it. And again, what I find even more fascinating, you know, in addition to just the film's you know, genuine heart and and story, is that it wasn't a hit when it first came out. I mean, that we always have these perceptions about these films that. You know, are, are part of the uh, the pop culture uh, you know, zeitgeist that they were hits from the beginning. Not true, as I said with Halloween a few weeks ago. Halloween was a slow, gradual build, and then eventually it became what it is today. Same is true with a uh, with a Christmas story. Came out in uh, you know, it was around November, late November of 1983, and kind of you know came and went. That was it. Didn't didn't really generate much uh, noise or much. Uh, much success, um, but but of course later on, film you know started to gain notoriety, and again I think because the holiday theme you know you've immediately got instant rewatchability, and I think you know by the time you know you start getting it on you know annual Christmas specials you know it plays on TV all the time, it it, it becomes what it is. I mean th- there's a reason why we're now getting a Christmas story. Christmas with Peter Billingsley coming back as Ralphie because this film is part of of the Christmas uh, you know zeitgeist. It's in pop culture. Everybody knows of this film, whether or not you've seen it. You know, you say you know the line, "You'll shoot your eye out." People know what you're talking about. It just has that 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 staying power. And again, a lot of that comes from the fact it's a Christmas film and it can be you know reshown and rewatched every year um but 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 in addition to that you know it's just a fun movie and again i go back to what i said earlier it's not like there is a you know big you know uh you know point that's trying to uh you know to be made it's not making a necessarily a commentary on on consumerism or, or whatnot i mean again we could put it on the board if we want to later but it's a fun movie and it Happens to be a very well-made movie, but but it's a fun movie, and it's one of those films that you know. Certainly, I speak for myself. You you know, you could be having a kind of a cruddy day. You put it on, and by the end of it, got the biggest smile on your face. I certainly do every time I watch it, and it 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 just fills me with such a a sense of both nostalgia and and really just Christmas spirit, and and that's. That, that, that's powerful. Again, when a film can work on so many levels, you know, to, to take you down memory lane, to, to, to take you back to Christmases of the past, to kind of, you know, engorge you in the holiday spirit and, and, and still tell a compelling story that is well directed, well written, and well acted. I mean, that's, that's the whole ball game. That, that's it, folks. And it, it's, it just works. I mean, it's it's like a perfect Christmas tree. You know, you know it when you see it. You know it when you see it. And and sometimes I think when you try to you know, you know, manufacture things a little too much, it can go to hell in a handbasket. I mean, not I'm not trying to you know to uh, to uh, to rain on any other parades, but you know there was uh, a you know a sequel, if you will, uh, to this film. It was not. I wouldn't 
necessarily call it an official uh, sequel, but it was a sequel uh, nevertheless. And, um, well, let, let me let me rephrase that. There was a, a direct sequel, if you will, that came out in the 90s um, that had... It did not have the original cast, save for uh, save for Gene uh, Shepard, um, but it was it was uh, I think it was called you know, my summer story, and you know it's it's meant to be a continuation of the storyline um, and, and and the cast and and or that story, um, you know, with the family and whatnot, but it, it lacks the same uh, you know beats and hearts of the original because you don't have the original cast. And so even though it was uh, you know, driven from you know, uh, you know, the original works of Shepard, it, it just doesn't land in the same way because you are missing the, uh, the original cast. But in what I was saying to my early point about trying to, to manufacture, so, uh, manufacture something, there was a quote-unquote direct sequel to this film called A Christmas Story 2. And it was a direct-to-video uh, release. Came out almost it was ten years ago, actually. Uh, so you know, read into that, of course, what you will uh, with it being direct-to-video. And it again, none of the original cast. It's, it, it it presents itself as a as a sequel to the film. So you have all the trappings, you have all the uh, you know references and nods to the original, but it just unfortunately it 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 fails. On, on many levels, I mean, it's, I don't think it's a very good film, but it, it tries to be something. It tries to replicate, not necessarily shot for shot, but it really tries to replicate the, the, the magic of the original without offering anything new. And, and again, that, that right there in, in my book, that's just a recipe for disaster. And so, you, know, you go back to why does this film work? Why does the original work? Again, you have a fantastic cast, which is a key in, in any script, in any story. But it goes it goes beyond that because you, know, you can have a great cast. You can have a, a shitty story. When you have a story that, again, it's, it's simple. And, and simple is not a bad – I don't mean that as a bad thing. It's simple in terms of its, of its execution – and in its and its telling, it's 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 not hiding anything from you. It is it is simply a straightforward tale about a boy wanting to get a Red Ryder BB gun for Christmas and all the antics that go on at Christmas time. And, and again, everything sort of you know builds on from that very simple uh, and, and unique premise. But but sometimes you know the simplest things are the best things. You don't have to overcomplicate it. You don't have to string in different subplots and different uh, different twists and turns just to pad a runtime. I mean, this film works because it, it, it knows what it's trying to accomplish and it doesn't apologize for it. And that is another reason why I love it and why, again, I think it has endured because it's that rewatchability. You can watch it one time, you can watch it ten times, you can watch it a hundred times, and you still get that same genuine, authentic reaction. And that beautiful takeaway that this is what Christmas is all about. It's, it's that joy of family and, and, and fun and, and just pure childhood innocence. And as I look ahead to the, 
to the sequel. I, I really hope that that heart is in the film because, again, I'm not operating uh, <laughs> under any uh, you know uh, you know false uh, you know pretenses that 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 it will somehow surpass the original. I mean, A Christmas Story is a classic. On, on on its own and, and, and will never be topped. And, and, th- and that's fine. It doesn't have to be topped. It doesn't have to be better than the original. I mean, the originals will stand the test of time. And I know the word classic gets thrown around uh, sometimes, you know, too much and it loses its meaning. But A Christmas Story is a classic because it, is, it has cemented itself both in pop culture uh, and as a movie that, that, that generally, you know, I know, again, everybody has their own opinions. I have yet to hear somebody say a bad word about this film. You know, people may not think it's the greatest film ever made or, or you know, may not, you know, may think there are better Christmas films, but I have yet to hear someone say, oh, this is, oh, I don't like that film. Oh, no, this is terrible. Like, like even the, even the most, you know, cynical of, 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 uh, of film goers will, will have a, uh, an appreciation for this film, because it, it just it it works, it works, and so as I look ahead to the sequel, again delighted that Peter Billingsley is coming back. I think that really shows the care uh, to the story. The fact that that uh, Darren McGavin is being, uh, you know, the, the film is being dedicated to his memory, and they didn't you know want try to go and recast, even though um, they have recast um, uh, Melinda Dillon's part, but she has. Uh, uh, left act, you know, she's retired from acting, so that's uh, you know totally understandable and 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 noted. But I, I'm glad that they didn't recast uh, uh, the old man because that 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 he, he he's so synonymous with this film that you couldn't find you know even the best of actors you know to to, to fill those shoes. So everything I've seen so far from the teasers and and the and the promotional stuff tells me that there is a a lot of heart that's going into this film. And there's been a lot of care and appreciation to the legacy of A Christmas Story. And so while I, I, I know, I mean, again, I haven't seen it, but just my own gut feeling, I know it won't top A Christmas Story. And it, again, it doesn't have to. But I, I do think it is going to honor the original and, and honor what the original film was was saying and what it, was, what it ultimately accomplished. And, you know, at the end of the day, that that's good enough for me, you know, because I don't need to have a Christmas story topped because it's a perfect film, and you know, in this era of legacy sequels and 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 follow ups, it, it's only natural that there would be some uh, you know callback to a to a film that again has become a mainstream uh, a mainstay in, uh, in in Christmas movies and, and part of our uh, you know pop culture discussions, but. Uh, you know, nevertheless, I, I do think there there is a lot of care and attention that's being put into this film. So I, I'm excited to watch it. I'm, I'm looking forward to it, and I'll certainly report back my thoughts on it uh, for next week's show, which will actually be uh, be uh, during Thanksgiving. Um, so you know, certainly that'll be a kind of a fun little uh, kickoff, a true kickoff, if you will, to the holiday season. But uh, you know, I think that that really you know, wraps up all that I, I, I wanted to say about A Christmas Story, other than to just say, it, this is another one of those films that I always 
go to recommend for people. Like people say, okay, what's a good Christmas film? I mean, you've got your Elf, you've got your uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, but I mean, this one I sort of I, I always is this is my go-to. I would say, look, if you want just a feel-good film, if you want film that that really is is sort of seeped in in Christmas nostalgia, but but doesn't overdo it, go watch go watch this film and. Again, there's so many just 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 funny moments in it. Again, just the antics of the family dynamics uh, at the dinner table, or, or trying to you know get ready for school. I mean, again, that you you couple that with Gene Shepard's witty observations and one-liners. I mean, it's just it's just it's just one of those moments. I mean, I think part the one moment I I honestly you know lose it every time I watch it. Um, I mean, really, anything with the old man is always hilarious. But the scene where Ralphie is writing out his uh, his school paper, or his school theme, uh, as Miss Shield calls it, for um, you know, for you know, the, the task or topic is what I want for Christmas, and he's going to basically drum up a uh, his, you know an award-winning uh, uh, essay of you know, why he should have a, a, a Red Ryder BB gun for Christmas, and you know. Again, kid logic. Okay, teacher will love it, and then that'll get me, you know, the, the gift for Christmas. But again, Peter Billingsley just just nails this scene. He sits there and he you know writes out his his opening, and he's like, you know, what I want for Christmas by Ralphie Parker. It's like, you know, what I want for Christmas is a Red Ryder BB gun, and his reaction is, wow, that's great. Like it's just it's just so honest, and it's so it's just so funny because. I can relate to that from my own experience. Like, you know, you might be, you know, sitting down writing something, you know, again, doesn't even have to be like a, you know, what I want for Christmas letter or, or whatnot. I mean, I could be writing, you know, uh, something down for work or, or uh, you know, some, uh, you know, uh, creative stuff on the side. Uh, and I'm like, you know, reading a line back. Oh, wow, that's great. Like, it's just like, it's just so real. And I don't know. I, I always, I, I always, uh, you know, just lose my breath at that like, scene because it's just it's just so funny and it and it's it's relatable which gonna tie that all together that's the beauty of this film it's 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 real it's authentic it's relatable and it has a lot of heart it has it it, 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 it it's a beautifully made film about a beautiful time um in, in in childhood in in life and really you know it, it you know kind of gets to that whole thing of, of of what of what Christmas is all about on so many different levels and you know I think the final shots in the film really hit it home for me because you have Ralphie's mom and uh, the old man who are, are downstairs watching the snowfall in their family room and that has soft Christmas music playing in the background, Silent Night, and the tree's on, and it's just, you know, it's a tender, beautiful moment of husband and wife just being together. The Christmas rush is through, and they're enjoying each other's company, and they're they're sort of basking in the moment of, of just, you know, Mother Nature and, and reflecting back on... On, on the on the on the beauty of, of of the time, and then the final shot, of course, you know, Ralphie is asleep uh, in in his bed, and he's holding his Red Rider BB gun again. You know, kind of just a, a you know final you know uh, uh, you know cementing his 
you know, his journey and, uh, you know, again, capturing how it feels to be a, a, you know, a kid at that age where, you know, you got your, your perfect Christmas gift. You got the gift that you wanted. And, and I just, I just leave you with the, the final line by, by, you know, a, you know, adult Ralphie is, you know, narrating it. So it's, you know, Gene Shepard, but final scene. Mom and dad, the old man and, and, and mother are, are downstairs enjoying each other's company, watching the snow. Ralphie and Randy are asleep in their beds. Randy's holding his uh, his Christmas present, uh, a Zeppelin, and Ralphie is uh, in his bed holding uh, holding his Red Ryder baby gun. And, and the line goes, Next to me in the blackness lay my oiled blue steel beauty, the greatest Christmas gift I had ever received or would ever receive. Gradually, I drifted off to sleep, bringing ducks on the wing and getting off spectacular shots. And it, it just like it, there's just that humor that's that's within it, but there's also that that authentic uh, just delivery where that's all that matters in, in that in that one particular moment. It's not about the past. It's not about the future. It's enjoying that one particular moment enjoying the moment and i think yeah even more beyond uh just sort of the the, the sentimental nature with this film it, it really does you know end with that whole thing of just enjoying the moment enjoying where you are at that at that particular time you know yesterday is gone tomorrow will eventually be here but enjoy today and, and certainly when it comes to to christmas day that is today that should be enjoyed as a day that should be celebrated and again tomorrow will 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 come but just for then enjoy today so i think that concludes my uh my thoughts on a christmas story i'm i'm excited to to see the new one and i'm i'm also curious and excited to know your thoughts uh what are your uh what's your take on a christmas story am i uh am i out in left field as i as i often am or uh do you uh, share my sentiment that this is uh, not only a Christmas classic, but perhaps one of the greatest films uh, ever made? Um, but uh, nevertheless, I'm, I'm curious to know your your thoughts. So you can uh, you can uh, hit me up on Twitter. My uh, my handle, of course, is uh, PhilCastMovies, or you can follow the show along at Phil at the Movies. But I'm more active on my my personal one, so feel free to reach me there. But in any event. That concludes today's show. Hope all is well. Everyone, take care, be well, stay safe, and go check out some movies. There's a lot of great films playing and certainly a lot of great films uh, streaming. So lots to choose from. Uh, Until next time, guys, take care. Bye-bye.